warriors' unique lives. This is a show, and I'm on a quest. A quest to find out how people get unstuck and create unique careers' unique lives. Every week I will interview a guest to find their answer. Will you join me? Let's begin! This is the first episode of this podcast, and I hosted one of my favorite people in the show, Michaela, as known as Micha Power. Michaela is one of the strongest people that I've known, and I'm so inspired by her story. She is a fitness trainer, but she wasn't always one. She found her career through digging deeper into herself in a place where she was stuck. It was a really deep conversation with her and it took a bit more time than I had estimated. So I hope you will stay till the end of the interview because I'm sure you will learn so much. You will find something for yourself and you will be inspired to make a change in your life. I hope you enjoy it and talk to you at the end of the interview. I know you, but how would you tell who you are to someone hmm. who is stuck? Let's let's focus the person, like uh, somebody who is stuck. How would you introduce yourself? Hmm. How would I like describe myself to someone that's stuck? Or I'm not getting. Well, it's not important actually. So I know you, but people maybe who will listen to it don't know you. Okay. So let's call first of your name. <laughs> that also makes sense. We are now with Michaela Udrea. Okay. And there are some other names that I'm missing right now. Yeah. How would Too tell okay. me your full name? <laughs> okay. So yeah, the full name is Andrea Juliana Michaela Udrea. Yeah, originally from Romania. Um, yeah, the name itself. Yeah. So this is my name, but yeah, I also have a nickname. So yeah, most people know me by the name um, by by the nickname of Miha Power. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about this nickname? Um, I love it. Yeah. I really, yeah, I really, really love it. It became a thing back in the days when I was a powerlifter. So yeah, it kind of developed from there. You know, yeah, I met my husband. You know, and he was a powerlifter then. So yeah, he was Kata Power, and then yeah, I came along, yeah, and then I became Miha Power, and then together we became yeah the SNS, sort to speak. What so, is SNS? SNS, it's like yeah, so yeah, S stands you know for strong man, and yeah, the other S stands for strong woman. Ah. Yeah. So okay. yeah, and then we became the Power family. So. Okay. Power couple. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Okay. okay. So, uh, can you tell a bit what you do uh, currently? What is your career path? Okay. So, yeah, at the moment, I am a personal trainer uh, in Munich. I train people, yeah, who want to lose weight. You know, yeah, like all, yeah, the type of body conditioning, um, yeah, that uh, that personal trainers do. Um, and at the same time, um, yeah, I'm also, I have a lot of focus on uh, posture and yeah, rehabilitation training. Um, yeah, I'm also working with um, performance athletes. So yeah, I do a, a whole bunch of other things as well. And yeah, the path, it's much, much bigger than that. So 
um, yeah, I am dreaming about um, yeah many many things. Yeah, I would like to start maybe someday. Um, yeah, my my own rehab clinic and yeah, I would like to do research uh, on posture on the human posture. Um, yeah, I I have many many yeah ideas in mind, but yeah, this is like the main thing that I'm doing right now. Mm. What do you especially enjoy in what you do? Hmm. Very good question. So I think the main the main thing that gives me joy it's working with people. Yeah. And seeing people changing like day by day, you know, overcoming maybe certain limitations that they thought they have when in fact, yeah, we all have, you know, a very yeah, unique strength, you know, inside of us and um, yeah, so for me, training, you know, it's not necessarily about changing the body, but yeah, I also get to change people's lives, you know, by yeah, doing what I'm doing. So yeah, this is one of the main things why, yeah, why I love it so much. Hmm. And how did you come to this point? How did you decide to do this, what you're doing right now? Hmm. Yeah, it was a very long way for sure. <laughs> We have time, we have time, tell us. Yeah, so basically, um, yeah, it all started, so I think I was 13 years old back in the days when I started uh, fitness and competing uh, into bodybuilding and fitness competitions. Um, so yeah, various reasons yeah, brought me to this as a young girl, but um, yeah, main thing, yeah, I started doing it uh, at the age of 13. And then, well, yeah, I kind of realized, you know, that I liked it. So, um, yeah, on the side, you know, I was, yeah, I was going to school. I was doing all these other things, you know, like preparing, yeah, for what my family told me that it's a normal human experience, you know, in life. So, um, yeah, and then I went studying. Um, yeah, I finished pers- uh, business administration. So i always had like two two roles in life so yeah i was going parallel with the sports and also the preparation yeah which would prepare me basically yeah for life later on then i finished university um yeah i got the job um yeah i started working in the corporate um, environment in human resources and yeah this took i think around five years um yeah for me to actually realize that I wasn't happy by yeah, doing what I was doing. So I was coming home almost every day crying. Um, yeah, I didn't like going there. I, yeah, um, I remember um, waking up in the morning was very difficult because yeah, I was thinking, you know, oh no, yeah, I need to go there again. So yeah, I didn't want to do that anymore. Um, so yeah, at the same time, you know, like, yeah, on multiple levels, you know, my life was changing at that moment, um, yeah, from many perspectives. So, um, yeah, I was also dealing with a very bad health problem at the same time. So yeah, which back then I didn't realize how bad it was. Uh, but yeah, it basically brought me to the point where I needed to stop altogether yeah, working and, um, yeah. I just yeah I had to yeah I had to take care of my of my health for me that was the moment you know yeah which kind of I don't know I call it like yeah like a small awakening for me because um, yeah I just I just realized you know that health is not something 
unlimited you know it's not something that we can enjoy forever or life itself you know it's not something that we can enjoy forever I don't know, it might end at some point you know I mean it will for sure you know and the point is you don't you don't really know when that moment will come you know it can be I don't know when you're 60 when you're 80 or it can be tomorrow so yeah for me you know the fact that I got so sick um, yeah made me realize you know in that point that you just don't have the time you know you always think you have time yeah I don't know I will yeah I will change my career later on you know I will try doing something else later on and so on but yeah this 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 point you know this yeah this thing that happened to me you know with the health problem just made me realize that you don't have time you know it might actually end up tomorrow so yeah and the point is what do you do about it you know yeah do you let it just yeah go like that you know and yeah be totally unhappy at the end of your life or you just do something about it so yeah this is how i decided to change my career mm -hmm. so, or yeah the main the main thing was this mm -hmm. While you were telling this, I was seeing you like in these five years you were working in the HR, really sad, really unhappy. And then you had the sickness and which made you just take time off and kind of shifted your focus. Mm -hmm. I was wondering if that didn't happen. So what would happen in your life if you just was, if you were still healthy mm -hmm. while working in this corporate job mm, to be very honest to you i don't think i would have stuck to yeah to the same job anyway you know even yeah even though my health yeah would be fine you know so yeah even if this uh, this experience uh, wasn't that yeah wasn't real so yeah even though it didn't yeah it it wouldn't have happened so to speak yeah um, I still wouldn't be working in the same job anymore. I yeah, I just don't think that because mm -hmm. yeah, ever ever since I can remember myself, you know, as a human being, um, I always strived for more. You know, yeah, this is this who I am. You know, this is why yeah, I w I was attracted to um, yeah professional sports. You know, before um, everything that gives me this idea that I'm growing, you know, that I'm going forward with my life. Yeah, it, it excites me, you know. So, um, yeah, working in the same job environment, you know, wouldn't have been possible for me long term speaking because, yeah, there were many, many other reasons, you know, why I didn't enjoy doing it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I don't know how, how open I can be as, about this. As but open as you want, go for it. Tell me more. Yeah, so basically, um, yeah, I'm originally coming from Romania. Um, so, yeah, in Germany, yeah, there is somehow, yeah, more or less a problem, you know, with discrimination when it comes to hiring other people. And I was in human resources, you know, so, um, yeah, I was working, you know, with all these big names, you know, like, yeah, corporate clients, you know, so... Yeah, uh, companies that yeah most people on this planet know their name. Um, yeah, and I had to discriminate people on a, on a daily basis. You know, so yeah, this was basically my job. You know, I was yeah a foreigner. You know, and I had to yeah uh, reject people. You know, based on their nationality, based on their yeah many many yeah many uh, similar things, so to speak, and. Yeah, I was also faced, you know, in my own, um, yeah, working space, um, yeah, with, 
with many problems, you know, regarding these things. So yeah, I had a manager, for example, yeah, who I know would uh, yeah call me names, you know, yeah. There were all yeah um, all sorts of things, you know, that yeah I didn't enjoy about about my job. So yeah, this is one of the main reasons why you know I was coming home. Yeah, I, I, I was crying a lot, you know. I didn't know what to do. Um, yeah, I wanted to change my life, you know, like everybody else wants to change its life, you know. I I don't know. I really I really don't believe that anyone enjoys, you know, being stuck in that situation. But at the same time, you're faced with the question, okay, what can I do, you know? Like, yeah, what what can you do in that in that situation? So the point is I had yeah, I had I had multiple ideas in my head of what it was that I wanted to do, as probably many people have, you know. So it's not always one idea, but it, there are plenty of ideas, and yeah, the point is which yeah which one is the right for you, you know. So yeah, this was like my yeah my biggest dilemma, you know, because yeah, I wanted to do all these great things, you know. So yeah, I wanted to be. Uh, yeah, I remember ever since I, I, I was small, you know, I wanted to be a singer, for example, you know, or yeah, or I wanted to play the piano or I wanted to um, yeah, do, you know, all sorts of things. Um, yeah, but as I said, I didn't know which one to choose, you know, so yeah. And the, the other thing is, you know, because you're faced with this fear, you know, like, what will people think or, oh, my God. What will my family say, you know? Most importantly, what what will my mother say about this, you know? Like, yeah, my mother invested, you know, a lot of money into my, yeah, into my education, you know? So, um, yeah, so that I get this degree, you know, and go on and, yeah, become this person, you know, that she dreamed about. So, yeah, most, mostly, you know, we are not, yeah, we are not afraid, you know, of anybody else, but, yeah, we are, we are, we are just afraid that we are going to let down, you know, people in our lives. Um, yeah, if we take that step, you know, so yeah, that was that was a big reason for me, you know, which yeah, hold me back, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what did keep you going in these five years? Um, well, I guess the same reason, you know, like yeah, making my mother proud, you know, making I don't know my 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 family proud, you know, somehow. So yeah, I was I was brought up you know, in an environment where um, you could either be a doctor, a business person, you know, and that's it, you know, yeah, if, yeah, if you wanted to be successful, you know, if you wanted to, yeah, to, to be someone in life. So, um, yeah, as I said, you know, I wanted to be a singer when I was small, you know, so I went to my mother, I remember I was like, I don't know, nine years old, you know, and then I told her and then she was like, oh, what? No, get out of here. And yeah, we are not, yeah, we are no family of musicians and stuff like that. So, yeah, it basically, you know, yeah, she couldn't even have imagined, you know, for me a life like that. So, yeah. And the point is, you know, I also gave it up. You know, like, yeah, this is, yeah, this is the, uh, yeah, the second thing, you know, like, yeah, you would, you would ask me, so, yeah, how, how, how did you come up, you know, with the fitness thing, you know, why did you select that and not, yeah, the other mm-hmm. things? So, for me, you know, I just, I just asked myself, um, yeah, the question, okay, so, yeah, my mother, you know, kind of imposed me, you know, to give up singing, she imposed me to give up sports also, you know? But the point is, I did it with the singing and I didn't do it with the sports. 
And there is a reason to that, you know? Like, yeah, I gave in, you know, to her saying, okay, yeah, you should give up singing, you know? And I did that, even though, yeah, for, for many, many years, I kind of, um, yeah, I kind of accused her, you know, that because of her, I'm not a singer at the moment. But honestly, that's not true, you know, because I just gave it up. I didn't fight for it, you know? Mm-hmm. While, yeah, when she said, you know, you should give up fitness, you know, you should give up sports, I went crazy about it, you know? So, yeah, and then I started going to the gym, you know, like, yeah, like behind her her back, you know? So, yeah, she, she didn't even know. So, um, yeah, I think, yeah, this is, yeah, this is the main, this is the main way, you know, how, yeah, how I got to, to, to decide, you know, that, yeah, fitness was truly important to me. Mm-hmm. While yeah, singing was just I don't know. I think yeah, everybody you know more or less dreams about becoming a singer or a star. You know when they are children. <laughs> too, I wanted to be a dancer. Yeah, and I had it? a similar answer like you did. <laughs> But I heard you like you made an analysis of okay this like singing i gave up but sports i never gave up so mm-hmm. i i just defended it i did it mm-hmm. all against all the opposition of my mother what made you ask these questions so these are really important questions how how did you come up with these questions the way to you know um approach mm-hmm. what you want to do mm, it starts in your mind so yeah everybody I'm, i'm i'm pretty sure you know everybody goes through this process you know all the time every day like yeah i would i would i would do something different you know but yeah yeah and then you know they start yeah they start asking themselves you know like what yeah what is it exactly that you want to do and then yeah they come up with all these different ideas so um yeah i just i just made one step further you know yeah i just went one step further and uh, i started writing them on a piece of paper you know Like, um, I was just gathering ideas at that point, you know, so, yeah, I, I just, I just asked myself, what are the things that I enjoy doing, you know, which I am doing at the moment in my life, you know, um, and which, yeah, I would enjoy, you know, doing even further. So, yeah, I just, I just started looking, you know, at my life. So, yeah, this is, this is why I'm saying, you know, that, yeah, there were like, yeah, two, 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 two parallel um, journeys there, you know, on the background, because, yeah, there was, you know, for once, yeah, there was, there was this, uh, this journey of mine, you know, like, um, yeah, I was, I was going to a, yeah, very difficult period at that moment, you know, and I was trying to, really define myself as a human being you know i think this is um yeah this is the main thing that brought me you know to the realization in the first place you know that i might be maybe something else you know or yeah that i might i don't know want to try something else because i asked myself you know the question you know yeah that everybody yeah is afraid to ask you know like who am i who am i you know who yeah What is it about me? I don't know, as a human being, you know, who am I? I don't know, what kind of values define me? You know, who am I without all this baggage, you know, that I'm carrying along from my family, from my friends, from my, um, yeah, from everybody, you know, because yeah, we all get influenced by uh, people in our lives, you know, in our lives. So, yeah, basically, you know, this uh, these two journeys, you know, yeah, if... I don't even think it's yeah it's split it up you know because yeah it's basically just one journey you know I was just yeah I was just trying to find 
myself you know i was just trying to find out who am i you know so yeah a lot of a lot of areas in my life you know were yeah were going bad so to speak you know my relationship was also going bad so um yeah it just you know it just brings you to a point uh yeah where you where you just have to start asking yourself you know what the hell am i doing wrong because yeah my life is falling apart you know and yeah there must be a reason for that you know and yeah i mean it's nice and easy you know to point with the fingers at other people you know and say yeah it's because of you and you and you but at the end of the day you know you're the only one who's able to control and lead your life so yeah and then i start asking questions you know on the inside mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, this is this is how I started, you know, the process, yeah, the whole process of of identifying, you know, my values, for example, yeah, this was this was so hard, seriously, I didn't even think about it before, you know, like what are the things that I enjoy, you know, like yeah, if you if you if you ask this question to the majority of people, you know, they don't even have a clue who they are, you know, what they want, uh, yeah, they're just doing things, you know, on on autopilot, you know, like yeah. Someone told them that it's good to do it like that, and they are just doing it. So, mm -hmm. and uh, who are you? <laughs> that question needed to come. Huh? <laughs> well, you said I thought about it, and now I yeah. got so curious about what you found. Well, um, first of all, I don't think that's a process that will ever end. I don't think you can you can ever say you know that I know now fully who I am nope um, on the other side I also found out that um, yeah that was the wrong question to ask because it's not necessarily who you are but it's who you want to become that's mm. important so yeah it took me also you know a very long time yeah I was just you know looking for it you know like desperately looking for who I am you know for that person and well yeah I just looked long enough you know until I I realized there is nothing to find, you know, because, um, yeah, the only person that you can ever be is the person that you want to become, you know, so, yeah, and there is, yeah, a lot of, you know, ac conscious action, you know, into that, yeah, that, that you need to, to do, you know, in order to, yeah, to become that person, mm. so. What kind of actions did you take to, mm. to become? Well, as I said, yeah, I started, um, yeah, or I needed, I needed to start questioning a lot of things in my life. I needed to start asking the right questions, you know, or the hard questions, if you want. So, yeah, the questions that you never ever ask, you know, or, um, yeah, mm, I stopped pointing fingers at other people, you know, I might have, yeah, I remember, you know, I had um, yeah I had a period in my life you know when I genu I genuinely believed that the reason why my uh, I chose my career badly you know and yeah that I was stuck in that in that career was because of my mother you know because of yeah what she you know imposed on me and stuff like that so um, yeah I was very very judgmental you know towards everyone in my family. Um, and so it took it took me a very yeah a very huge strength so to speak you know to be able to stop pointing the fingers you know to other people and to actually start pointing the finger towards myself you know like yeah <laughs> you're you're not responsible for the things that happen to you when you're a child 
but you're 100% responsible for the things that happen to you now as an adult, you know? So yeah, it's, it's your own responsibility always. So how did you make the switch though from this state of like people are responsible to I am responsible and now I will just mm. look inside me and take mm. the responsibility? Yeah. <laughs> it's um yeah, it's a very long story. <laughs> But um yeah. So there was a time um i think three years ago or four yeah four or five i yeah i can't re- i i can't even remember how, how many years there were but um yeah basically my husband was in the hospital he just got surgery and um yeah i went to uh, visit him and then i came back uh home you know so Ever since I grew up, you know, I had a thing with being alone, you know, I wasn't able to stay by myself, you know, so yeah, for me being completely alone, you know, without anyone in my, in my presence, you know, in my environment, it was the scariest thing that I, yeah, that I ever did. I was, I was scared of being alone, basically. And because my husband was in the hospital, you know, that forced me into that situation, you know, so yeah, I had to face my biggest fears, so to speak. So... I know, yeah, probably, you know, for most people, you know, this sounds like, yeah, like a crazy thing, you know, like, what the hell, I don't know, yeah, it's one week or two weeks or whatever, you know, but for me, it went much deeper than that, um, because it wasn't, you know, just the, the time that I would need to spend alone, but it was also the fact, you know, that I was fearing for his life, you know, and, yeah, um, I feared that I might lose him. You know, so yeah, this was, you know, the kind of loneliness that I was afraid of, you know, like, yeah, something might happen to him and I might lose him. So, um, yeah, and then I came home, you know, and yeah, I had, I had like this epiphany, you know, where, um, yeah, uh, I remember I came, I came home, um, I put my bag on the floor, um, I went straight to the bedroom and I fall yeah on the on the on the ground you know and i started crying about uh, yeah but but like a like a really yeah very very deep sob you know like yeah it wasn't just a cry you know it was yeah it was almost like a cry for help you know um so yeah and then i started looking myself uh, yeah looking looking at myself you know in the mirror yeah a lot of a lot of things happened there but um yeah basically i started seeing you know a lot of yeah a lot of my demons so to speak you know i literally for the first time you know i was looking in that mirror and i was just analyzing my face you know all the details of my face you know i never ever looked at my face in that in that way and um so yeah for me you know it was like um yeah i was i was just for the first time you know i was having the courage you know to face who i was as a yeah as a human being you know so i had to ask myself why do i fear being alone you know and yeah then you know automatically yeah that brought me you know to the realization that um yeah i grew up without my mother you know so yeah she yeah she lived when i was six years old So, um, yeah, this whole fear of, of abandonment, you know, was yeah very, very big in my life. Um, so, yeah, even, you know, the fear of losing someone, yeah, it's, it's more or less the same. So, yeah, th- there was, you know, a lot of yeah, emotional, yeah, um, 
baggage there um, which I needed to face you know which yeah, I was I was running from you know for yeah as long as I could remember you know I was this tough chick you know yeah, going to gym um, yeah, going to the gym you know yeah, with a lot of muscles and stuff and yeah on the interior yeah I wasn't that chick yeah like <laughs> you know yeah it had yeah it had nothing to do with it yeah, this this moment, you know, was yeah basically the moment, you know, that um, as I said, I started crying like very very hardly, you know, for a few hours. I think it yeah it took until I was able to calm myself down, and then I just realized, you know, that look, it's no one's job to make you happy. It's no one's job to I don't know to uh, to do something for you, you know, so that. And also that it changes the way you feel about yourself. These are your feelings, you know, you need to deal with it. So, yeah, it's on you, you know. And, yeah, the fact, you know, that for the first time there was no one there, you know, to, I don't know, hug me maybe, you know, or, uh, yeah, or to tell me, you know, no, you know what, honey, it's fine, you know, it's, yeah, it's okay, you know, it, yeah, you will move, yeah, past it. And, um, yeah, so the simple thing that I was alone for the first time, you know, I, I just needed to take responsibility for that moment, you know, starting with that moment when, yeah, I was feeling so fearful, you know, and I just realized, yeah, it's, it's my job to take care of that moment, you know, and of the way I am feeling at this moment, because, yeah, I started thinking, you know, my husband is, yeah, is, uh, is in the hospital, you know, he needs my strength right now, he doesn't need to see, you know, a scared woman, I can't face him, you know, going there and saying, I'm fearful for your life, no, I must go there, you know, and be a strong woman, you know, so, yeah, this is how, yeah, this is what you know, made me take the first step, you know, towards, yeah, being, becoming res responsible, you know, for your life. So, yeah, it started with that. And then, yeah, I saw, you know, how, yeah, how well I was able to pull that one off. And, yeah, and then I started applying it into other areas. Mm, from what you said, I felt like, um, like this blanket of, right to say it, like the blanket of security was taken yeah, from was, you yeah, and they were just exactly. left there naked in a place of unknown darkness yeah and the only way was left was you yourself to take care of yourself yeah but i also heard that you had to do it not only for yourself but for another person which was your husband yeah this is this is the point you know i don't think you know it's possible to make such big huge changes you know if it's only for yourself i don't know i am yeah uh, i'm a very very big family person you know so mm -hmm. um yeah i truly believe you know that um yeah the biggest changes you know that we make in our lives you know it's always for yeah for the loved ones you know yeah to see them i don't know in a yeah in a better place you know yeah, so this is why I'm always saying, you know, that, um, yeah, good things, you know, always start yeah, from a place of contribution, you know, to other people, too. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that speaks a lot to me. It's also a topic in my life right now, like this community and changing yourself also for the others and not only mm -hmm. for yourself. Mm -hmm. And I feel like what from what you said, like the career part was totally related to with 
all the other things in your life. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. So it wasn't, I don't know, it wasn't, you know, like, uh, yeah, I started thinking in my head, you know, like a, yeah, like a catalog, you know, of things that I could pick, you know, and then I just picked one, I don't know, because it sounded cool or something. No. So, um, yeah, I, uh, I mean, for me, you know, this whole journey, you know, of finding out what is it that you really want to do, you know, it wasn't, I don't know, about that at all, you know, it was more about, um, yeah, remembering, you know, from the past, what are the things that used to make me happy, you know, what are the things that, yeah, that made me smile, you know, when I was young, when I was small, yeah, what, what is maybe a, a certain career path, you know, that I might have loved to follow, you know, but I wasn't able to, and yeah, this is, this is how I started the whole process, you know, of identifying what's, yeah, the dream job, so. Mm. So how different was it when you first thought about the possible ideas how different was the option what you came up with as the preferred one compared to what you do right now oh <laughs> i think i had like 200 options <laughs> on my list <laughs> i swear how did you decide on a couple of those how did you make yeah so list? so yeah this is this is what i was saying you know that yeah it's it's crazy you know so yeah i don't know i I'm, I'm pretty sure, you know, there are also people out there which have no clue whatsoever, you know, which have no option. But I was the kind of person, you know, who had too many options. So, um, yeah, but yeah, the, the, uh, yeah, this, this decision process, you know, was yeah, more or less what I, yeah, what I told you, you know, mm -hmm. I just asked myself, um, yeah, yeah, this is, this is another point, you know, yeah, uh, Mark Manson says, you know, like, um, yeah, don't choose your career based on uh yeah it sounds like yeah yeah based on the things that you love but yeah with the yeah tell, tell. shit sandwich <laughs> so <laughs> yeah what kind of shit yeah what kind of flavor do you want in your shit sandwich <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it's 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 mostly you know yeah there, there is no job on this earth you know that's gonna make you feel perfect you know that yeah that's gonna feel so ideal and so perfect you know it's yeah it's just okay what kind of yeah what kind of shit sandwich am i willing to eat yeah after all you know yeah this is yeah, and this tell, is... tell me which flavor was appealing to you in your, <laughs> in your shit sandwich <laughs> when you ask yourself this question well I knew, for example, that, uh, yeah, so, yeah, this is, this is, you know, the, the, yeah, the logical part in me speaking, you know, so I knew that, yeah, being a personal trainer would also involve many things, you know, that I do not necessarily enjoy, mm -hmm. like, yeah, the office uh, work, you know, which, yeah, I, oh, I dread even, even today, you know, I, yeah, um, I procrastinate, you know, about doing it, um, yeah, I postpone it, yeah, I'm really, really bad at certain things, um, but as I said, yeah, I knew, you know, this is going to, um, yeah, this is going to be like that, but for me, I think it was also very important, you know, what kind of, um, what kind of impact can I have in this world, you know, and I think, yeah, this is this is one of the main things, you know, that yeah, people are looking for, you know. They want this meaning, you know. They want, yeah, they want to f to have the feeling that their work is meaningful, you know, that their work is able to achieve something, you know, in the world. So yeah, and I think this is, yeah, this is one of the main um, ways how I was able to, um, yeah, to um, to decide, you know, because I mean, yeah, I was thinking, you know, about becoming a singer, but. 
yeah I mean it's all nice and good you know being a singer but honestly I wasn't uh, I wasn't willing to deal with other stuff you know from being a singer like yeah I don't know maybe um, some of the things that you know people are required to do in order to get you know higher in their careers and stuff you know so yeah it just went completely against my values you know um, but yeah this whole thing you know with the personal training I just thought well look I have the experience you know I started doing it ever since I was 13 um, yeah so I have the knowledge you know and then um, yeah I would love to see other people change you know not only in the body but also in the mind you know to see them yeah to, to see them experiencing you know a, a new life a new body because yeah this this two things go hand in hand, you know, the moment you change your body is the moment you change your life completely and the other way around. So, um, yeah, this is, this is what, you know, made the click for me. Like, yeah, this is it. Yeah. This, yeah, I found it. This mm -hmm. is yeah what I'm, what I'm willing to do for mm -hmm. the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. yeah. And once you had this idea, how did you take the first action to <laughs> become actually a trainer, personal trainer? Yeah, well, let me tell you, it was a lot of procrastination at first. <laughs> tell me. Because, um, yeah, so basically it all started. Um, yeah, I remember um, I wasn't I wasn't very sure, you know, how I would approach the whole thing, you know. So I had basically two options, you know, officially announce that I'm going out of the corporate world, you know, and yeah, uh, trying to become a personal trainer or uh, yeah keep quiet you know and just do it and yeah people will just realize at some point so yeah I chose the first option I'm not sure why I chose that I'm not very sure but yeah I just I just did it so yeah the first thing that I did was letting everybody in my life know that I am becoming a personal trainer you know so yeah that was my dream of course you know the backlash came you know so yeah everybody called me crazy and oh my god no what you're crazy uh, yeah you're gonna die you know yeah you're not gonna be able to pay your bills uh, yeah yeah you know the classic uh, stuff so um yeah this to be honest discouraged me a lot yeah this is one yeah this is one of the reasons why I kind of regret the fact that I did that at the beginning uh, because yeah people you know inevitably yeah when they can't do something themselves you know they tell you you can't do it <laughs> so um, yeah the point is you know right at the beginning um, when your idea is so fresh you know and so and so um, yeah like small you know so fragile other people's opinions you know might actually kill it mm. so yeah I remember for me as I said it was very very hard uh, to keep this belief up you know that I might be able to do that one day what helped you to keep it when there were mm. so many people discouraging you well first of all was my husband mm, yeah my husband is yeah as you can see ev ev everything in my life everything He's like, yeah, my mother, my father, my brother, my husband, my lover, my, you know, like, yeah, everything. So, um, yeah, he's he's very, very good at, um, I call him being stubborn, you know. Mm. He just doesn't freaking give up, you know. Like, yeah, he's, he's one of the most stubborn people that I ever met in my life. 
So, yeah, and it was a good thing, you know, that he was so stubborn because, yeah, he got the same way, you know, when I was injured. Um, yeah, he was so stubborn, you know, that he didn't let me give up, you know, he didn't allow me give, yeah, to give up. And then, um, yeah, so one of the reasons is my husband, uh, why I never gave up. And then secondly, mm, well, somewhere, you know, deep down, I just knew that, yeah, if I if I pull it off, yeah, I don't know, if I, if I, if I, if I keep going, you know, long enough, it will pay off at some point, you know, but, um, yeah, it was also very hard, you know, to find the motivation to do it, you know, one, yeah, there is nothing there, you know, at the beginning to see, I don't know, that's actually there, you know, so, um, yeah, people are always against you, you know, so, yeah. You definitely feel discouraged, but as I said, um, yeah, my husband was a big part of it, and then yeah, just just the fact that I don't know, I, I guess, I guess it it was harder for me, you know, living with this idea of what might have happened, you know, with yeah, what if, you know, like yeah, it was it was much harder for me to take the what if, than yeah, to actually go through that process and do it. So. Mm-hmm. And when you had this idea, you said you procrastinated a lot. And then how did you get moving? How did you move your ass? <laughs> I'm talking soon. And what action did you take? Yeah, I'm a very strange person. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure this this won't work for a lot of people. But this worked for me. Whenever I want to get something done, um, I just put myself in the lion's cage so to speak what yeah. does it mean lion's cage? that means i just throw myself in that situation you know consciously well yeah something like you know um yeah you know i can't swim you know and then i ask you throw me in the swimming pool you know three meters high and then yeah i either drown yeah i either drown you know or I learn how to swim. That's <laughs> how I work. <laughs> and that reminds me also of what you thought previously, like you were left alone in with your biggest fear. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So yeah, those are the moments when I learn, when I grow. Yeah. And what did this mean for being a fitness trainer? What was your lion's cage in this case? So um, yeah, basically it was yeah, it was just starting. You know, first of all, um, yeah, I just so. Yeah, uh, I started, you know, by opening up the social media, you know, this was, yeah this, yeah, this was also a very, very big thing for me, you know, because, yeah, I was coming, you know, from a background where, yeah, I, I knew how to do those things, you know, with performance athletes, you know, and performance sports, you know, which is something totally different, you know, from working with a person, yeah, with a normal person, you know, who's never moved in their lives, maybe, you know, and take them from, yeah, zero to ten. So it's a very, very different experience, you know. So, yeah, I was I was also afraid of this, you know. I might, um, yeah, um, I, I must be honest about it, you know. The main thing for me, I think it was the, uh, the, the education, you know, when I started studying. Because I knew, um, yeah, I was already, yeah, 27, something like that, you know. So I didn't have that much time left anymore, you know. Uh, I wasn't at the age anymore, you know, where I was, yeah, where I was able to say, okay, yeah, I will study now for three years, you know, and if I don't like that, yeah, there is always a chance, yeah, that I can go back, you know, and do something else. So, 
um, yeah, for me, you know, yeah, in my own mind, you know, by yeah, by the age of 35, you should have made it. Yeah, this is yeah, this is how I think. But yeah, it's just a personal thing. Um, so yeah, for me, you know, this this age was yeah was the pressure, you know, that I was feeling, and um, yeah, I just got registered, you know, yeah, because I remember. I think there were months and months and months and months, you know, where I just thought about it, you know, what the hell do I want to become? And, you know, I was looking at all these studies and all these yeah, education possibilities, you know. So, um, yeah, I just took the decision one day, you know, I just woke up and I said, you know what, you'll never be able to decide like this because, yeah, you can always, you know, find reasons why, yeah, maybe that's better and the other one is better and that's better and so on. So, yeah, I just, I just decided, you know, and I put myself in that situation. And yeah, for me, this meant, you know, that I created costs for the family, you know, by going for the education, then yeah, later on, you know, by throwing myself again into the lion's cage, you know, by, um, yeah, closing a cooperation with a big yeah, name uh, here in Germany. And yeah, this basically created again, a lot of costs, you know, per month more exactly uh, 1000 euros per month you know so yeah i needed so yeah then i became you know aware of the fact that holy shit i need to make that money you know in order to pay it so yeah mm. this is what it meant but yeah basically you know for me yeah, it meant uh, yeah generating costs yeah it's like you know it's like uh, yeah jumping jumping with the parachute you know and then yeah learning how to fly yeah, by the time you get down, you know, somehow, so, <laughs> yeah. I was wondering about when you started or when you decided to become a fitness trainer, what were you thinking what the job actually is about? And now <laughs> that you are one, how is it different than what you expected it to be? <laughs> it's such a great question, honestly. People always have different expectations, you know, about different jobs. But um, yeah, I mean, you know, I decided on the fitness aspect, you know, yeah, like yeah, my, my dream job, you know, just because, uh, well, I liked doing fitness, you know, like myself, you know, I liked doing performance, yeah, work, you know. But that's so different, you know, than working with the regular guy, you know, coming, yeah, I don't know, from a background, you know, where, yeah, he didn't do any sports in his life, you know, and yeah, I don't know, he just wants to get rid of his arthritis or, you know, stuff like that. So, yeah, it's a very, very different perspective. So, yeah, right at the beginning, um, I was thinking, you know, yeah, about working maybe with with people you know with bad postures and stuff because yeah as i mentioned at the yeah at the beginning you know one of my specializations um is the posture the human posture but um yeah so this was one of the main focuses i still got to do that mm, but i guess i was just imagining that um it will be easier i guess it will be easier for me, you know, to influence all these people, you know, into a healthy lifestyle, you know, because, yeah, I am one of them, you know, I stand, yeah, as an example there. But, yeah, I had to, I had to realize the hard way, you know, that sometimes it's not that easy, you know. And I mean, this, this experience, you know, has helped me grow so much, you know, because before I used to be a very stiff person, you know, in terms of beliefs, you know. 
like yeah any any athlete you know because yeah you can't really be an athlete you know unless yeah you're very strict about certain things um but yeah right now you know i'm i'm more able to see other people's perspectives you know and to understand maybe why it's so difficult you know for people to start moving why it's so difficult to take control of their lives um yeah so yeah it's 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 definitely a journey you know it has changed me in many ways uh but also yeah there are many many aspects that yeah i didn't see coming so mm -hmm. yeah could you have prepared yourself in any way for what was about to come before you started the journey mm. now that looking back you can yeah you can always plan for things you know but yeah the point is you know just make sure you don't leave your life planning you know because yeah i don't think you can you can plan that much you know that you can avoid anything you know it's not possible you might as well yeah not even try doing it you know mm -hmm. so yeah i mean yeah there is there is a lot of values you know in yeah learning from mistakes so yeah and i made plenty of that yeah i am uh, trust me yeah my first client you know yeah who who came to me honestly poor woman so <laughs> yeah i just must admit you know we thank so, her yeah <laughs> she was my yeah uh, experimental pig so yeah it's yeah it's yeah it's it's hard you know and i mean yeah right right at the beginning you know i remember i had to fake it until i made it you know so yeah this was this was the the, the mindset you know because i mean i started from the beginning you know by yeah i threw myself into the mouth of of entrepreneurship so to speak you know so yeah i didn't start you know by working at the fitness studio before so stuff like that yeah i mean you can definitely do that you know and yeah it might actually bring you something you know now yeah that i went the other way you know now i kind of realized that yeah it might have been maybe better you know to start there one year two years you know to actually um yeah learn how yeah how you work with normal people you know what would that look like if you had done it well you would be like a regular employee you know in yeah in a fitness uh, studio okay yeah so yeah i didn't i didn't go for that you know just because um yeah you're not paid a lot you know so yeah the point is you work a lot you know a lot of hours it's a lot of stress and then in the end yeah the pay is just shit so yeah i yeah i just wasn't willing to do that i was on your shit sandwich <laughs> yep exactly yeah it wasn't my shit sandwich so <laughs> yeah but yeah as i said there is certainly um yeah a lot of value into that you know into yeah going first you know and yeah trying you know to learn from others how it's done um on the other way honestly yeah i also think there is a lot of value into the fact that i didn't do that because yeah as i said my uh my my posture thing you know it's such a yeah innovative thing and such a new thing you know that I am almost sure, you know, if I was to go, you know, and learn the way, you know, or how it's done from other people, you know, I might never have come, yeah, uh, have come up, you know, with this, yeah, with this posture thing idea, you know, that I'm doing now. And honestly, this is, this is exactly the thing that's setting me apart from others, you know, mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. the fact that I can deal so well with the posture. Mm-hmm. So. You didn't tell much about it though. How did you create this posture thing that you have? <laughs> you want to tell? Sure. <laughs> As you wish. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, back in 2012, 2012-2013, I can't even remember the year anymore, but yeah, it was February, um, yeah, it was cold, my husband was at home, sick, again, you see, like, yeah, many, many things, you know, happen around, yeah, these kind of events for me, you know, where someone dear in my life is sick, or, yeah, something is happening, you know, so... Yeah, I get extremely, extremely agitated in those moments. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it was a normal day, you know. Um, I remember I was in Munich for six months already or something like that, five, six months. Mm, I was together with my husband and he was at home, he was sick. Mm, and I remember that day I still decided to go to the gym I said well yeah I'm just gonna go in you know get the, the the training done you know very quickly and then be right back and yeah take care of him because um, yeah I remember in that week you know I um, yeah I think I had another two or three training sessions which I sp- which I skipped you know so yeah I said yeah I'm not gonna sp- skip this one too um, yeah so the point is, you know, I was unfocused, I was thinking about him, you know, and about the fact that I left him alone at home, even though it was for one hour, you know, yeah, I have this, yeah, this guilt thing, you know, like, uh, yeah, I don't know, what if he needs something, what if, yeah, anyway, so, and then I started feeling very guilty about it, but, um, yeah, as I said, this, yeah, created, generated the situation that I went in this training, you know, where I was supposed to do a PR, PR meaning a personal record, uh, in deadlifts, and I went for uh, 125 kilos uh, deadlift that day. Um, I, I, uh, I think I was able to do the first rep, and then at the second rep, um, yeah, when I wanted to pull the bar off the ground. Um, then I started a very loud click in my left SI joint and I fall on the ground and I wasn't able to yeah, come up anymore. So yeah, this is how yeah, the injury happened, you know, which yeah, it basically changed my life forever. This is why yeah, I am even able, you know, to speak about yeah, certain things in my life, you know, yeah, the, the reason why I became so aware about so many things because um, this episode of my life taught me many, many things. Before, I used to be yeah, just yeah, I don't know, a, a weird fitness person, you know, yeah, with only muscles in her head, you know, like yeah, pumping stuff, and that's it. But um, yeah, this this definitely changed me a lot. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, basically, I um, so I injured in uh, I injured myself in two thousand twelve. Mm. and I remember the first attempts were to go to an orthopedic doctor you know just like everybody else you know I went and yeah no one could tell me what's about so yeah they just kept on sending me home 
um, this thing uh, lasted like yeah I took a lot of MRIs you know a lot of um, yeah diagnostic uh, you know yeah they they basically tried to figure out what was the problem but they weren't able to see anything on the MRIs and yeah because of this they just kept on sending me home you know saying yeah it will become better by itself and so on so yeah and then i came um yeah after after a few months i think um yeah after seeing you know that things got worse and worse and worse so yeah so that you can understand you know after this injury i was left with my back in a c position you know i wasn't able to come up straight you know to yeah to to stay straight um, yeah, and then, you know, with the time, yeah, this whole problem, you know, became even worse and worse and worse. And, um, yeah, after three months, I guess, um, yeah, I went, uh, I went back to the doctor. Uh, no, uh, yeah, basically I went to, um, yeah, to a different doctor. Um, this doctor, again, yeah, didn't know where it was coming from, but, um, yeah, he had a very vague guess, you know, that it was coming from the SI joint, but, um, yeah, as he said, you know, the only solution, if that would be the case, the only solution would be a very, yeah, complicated surgery, you know, which is, um, yeah, basically just fusing, um, yeah, the, um, yeah, the two bones, you know, yeah, below the spine, mm -hmm. yeah. So fusing, yeah, just, just, yeah, put some screws in mm -hmm. it, yeah, mm -hmm. so that people understand. So, um, yeah, and this was, of course, you know, for me, it was a no-go, a total no-go, because, yeah, I mean, you know, I was an athlete, so, yeah, for me, this would have meant the end of me being able to do any sports, so... Yeah, and then I, yeah, I avoided, you know, I rejected this, uh, this idea, but... You didn't give up on the sports. No. Yeah, yeah, you see, yeah, this is, this is, this is the, the thing, you see, yeah, this, this was also the, the fact that contributed, you know, to my decision of, yeah, going for sports, you know, because, yeah, even in the shittiest moment of my life, I couldn't give it up. You had a non-negotiable, I would say. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was just non-negotiable for me, you know. I was going to do sports for my entire life, you know, it doesn't matter what. So, yeah, this is this is how much and I felt connected, you know, to it. Um, yeah. There is there is a lot, you know, to say about sports, but yeah, maybe, yeah. Another. We'll, we will come, yeah, we will come to that. So, um, yeah, so basically I went back to this doctor, um, yeah. Um, and I said, you know, that yeah, it's not it's not getting any better and so on and um, yeah that was the moment you know when I was yeah irrevocably so to speak you know sent at home and yeah I was told you know what uh, yeah it might also be in your head you know yeah so yeah this whole thing you know yeah this is this is how it started you know afterwards because um, yeah the next thing that happened I think um, after seven or eight, or eight months um, I woke up one morning you know yeah so basically for this entire time you know I was in excruciating pain you know but yeah I mean you know when someone as important as a doctor you know tells you it's nothing go home it will go away well you just believe in that you know so I went home and I hoped that it will get better it never did um, 
and then after after eight months or so um i realized one day um my husband what uh, was at work i was at home so yeah i was i was spending more and more time in my bed but i didn't even realize it you know it was yeah it was like a very slow progression you know so um yeah i remember that day i woke up and i wasn't able to feel my legs anymore so yeah i wasn't able to stand up i wasn't able to yeah to do anything you know i i couldn't even feel that pain anymore and this is what really scared me you know because yeah up to that point you know i was able to feel the pain but in that morning i wasn't able to feel the pain anymore and so um yeah i called my husband you know he immediately ran from work you know yeah um and he called the hospital um we went to the hospital yeah they did again a lot of uh, analysis there you know and a lot of tests and yeah in the end you know they were also not able to find anything yeah and they sent me home you know with this um yeah with this uh, recommendation you know to my husband that he brings me to psychosomatic yeah so yeah this is how yeah this is how it went you know this thing happened uh another time so yeah i think a few weeks went by you know i went to this psychosomatic thing you know i said yeah i was i was even open about it you know i was like well it i don't care you know where it's, where it's coming from yeah if it's in my head then yeah i'm gonna go and i'm gonna fix it you know it doesn't matter i just wanted to get rid of it you know but um yeah of course you know i couldn't believe that it's all psychosomatic you know in yeah in terms of i mean you know a few weeks ago or yeah a few months ago you know i was a professional athlete you know lifting all these weights and yeah all of a sudden you know yeah mm -hmm. it was psychosomatic you mm -hmm. know so yeah this whole situation you know was generated was generated by an event you know that happened so I didn't imagine, you know, that, um, yeah, I fall off the ground, you know, and yeah, I couldn't be able, yeah, I wasn't able to, uh, to fall, um, to come back up anymore. So, yeah, anyway, as I said, I tried that too. I said, it doesn't matter where it's coming from. I'm going to go for it. Mm. And, um, yeah, the, you know, yeah, the main result from it was that, um, yeah, I was not depressed. I was just fearful because, yeah, I didn't know what was happening to my body because, yeah, it was normal, you know. It made like, a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. felt that way. Exactly. <laughs> and, yeah, and I was released, you know, yeah, I was sent home, you know, with, yeah, with the fact that, no, it's not, yeah, psychosomatic. So, yeah, that was good. Um, and then, um, yeah, this whole thing, yeah, happened again, you know, that, uh, yeah, I couldn't feel my legs. Um, and then, uh, I called the ambulance again and then they came again and then again, yeah, they sent me to psychosomatics and that was the moment, you know, for me where I just stopped believing in doctors altogether, you know, I stopped believing in hospitals. I stopped believing in anything. So, yeah. And then a very long period came, you know, where, um, yeah, I just, I just, I just realized, you know, that I needed to take the whole situation into my own hands, you know, because, um, yeah, no matter what the hell I did, you know, I tried physiotherapy, I tried all possible therapies that are available at the moment, you know, and nothing helped. Um, yeah, for most of them, I paid privately, you know, so the insurance didn't even cover them. Mm, so yeah we spent a fortune you know and i wasn't able to find a solution 
Mm, I even flew to uh, to Finland. I flew to Italy for treatment. I flew to you know so yeah it was yeah I I just got into a place you know of of desperation. I didn't have a, a solution for my problem. So yeah, and that's the moment when I just needed to take responsibility for my own thing. And I said, well, okay, you know what? Yeah, doctors can't help me. Hospitals can't help me. No one can help can help me. Then, yeah, I just started ordering, you know, physiotherapy books and uh, osteopathic books and chiropractic books and all everything that I could get, uh, yeah, that I could get my hands on, you know. I started to, um, yeah, um, to get them at home, you know. So yeah, and then I bought the books. It followed, yeah, a very very hard period for me because yeah, I wasn't able to move that much, you know. I was yeah basically only staying in bed. Um, by that time, um, I wasn't able to do much. You know, I wasn't able to clean the home. I wasn't able to cook. I, I literally, yeah, I was living in my bed. Uh, for a period but um, yeah I, I just used all my left energy um, to study you know to reading these books yeah that I was uh, that I was ordering you know that I was getting so um, yeah it was very very hard yeah and then I mean yeah um, when my husband came back home you know we um, yeah we basically just tried all these different therapies you know like yeah I was you know it's it's very very hard to imagine you know but my husband just turned into my own personal chiropractor at home you know because it was the only thing that would alleviate my pain for even two seconds you know so I was yeah by this moment you know I was just in constant pain every single second of my life it was so excruciating that um yeah Honestly, I didn't even want to leave anymore because I knew I was, yeah, I was, I couldn't work, you know, I couldn't, yeah, I, I used to be a very independent woman and then from that, you know, to get to the point where you can't even use the bathroom anymore by yourself, it's very hard, it's very, very hard. So, um, yeah, long story short, yeah. How did I'm, you create this, uh, from all this reading? trying how did you create the system to help others trial and error <laughs> i was my own experimental yeah uh, pig so to speak mm -hmm. you know um yeah there were months and months and months and months and even years um yeah went by you know where we just tried all these different things um yeah as you can imagine you know sometimes we didn't do it right sometimes yeah uh, he would, I don't know, he would manipulate my joints, you know, into a very bad position. And yeah, that, you know, created an even worse problem. So yeah, it was a very, very long journey of trial and error. So yeah. And then, you know, I just learned on my own body, you know, what works and what doesn't. Um, yeah, this is, this is what, you know, allows me at this moment to understand everything that my clients are saying, you know, that... I don't know if, if if someone comes and tells me that uh, yeah they feel pain in a certain area of their body you know I can relate to that because I know exactly where they are feeling it because I already felt that you know so um, yeah long story short uh, short you know after I think three years or something 
uh, I ended up in Italy. Um, yeah, I visited a doctor um, who was a specialist in prolotherapy and um, spine instability. And uh, yeah, so that was the first time when I got an official um, validation of the fact that it it was physical, you know, everything that I was experiencing, you know, I was, yeah, I was, as I said, in a lot of pain, you know, I was experiencing neurological problems, you know, swallowing problems. Um, I was getting dizzy, you know, I couldn't hold stuff in my hands anymore. I couldn't use my legs. So yeah, this, this was like really frightening shit, you know, that was, that was going on. Like, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's normal, you know, that it will also put you into a state of depression and anxiety. Because I mean, yeah, it's only natural, you know. Um, so yeah, I was I was very very deep, yeah, in this in these things, you know. And I think, um, yeah, the worst thing that happened in that period was the fact that I heard from doctors, you know, that it might be psychosomatic, mm -hmm. because this hold me, you know, yeah, back for a very long time, you know, from actually trying to to find real solutions, you know. Because, I mean, it creates this, this doubt, you know, and yeah, and then you start doubting yourself, you know. So I even got to the point where I doubted myself, where my entire family doubted me, you know, and my problems. So, yeah, this is, this is how, you know, yeah, it, it got so, so, so unim unimaginably, you know, horrible because I remember I was standing, yeah, I was, I was laying down, you know, in my bed and feeling all this, all this symptoms you know like yeah my heart was totally deconditioned you know i couldn't breathe properly because my spine was twisted inside uh inside my body you know and yeah my uh, my lungs got compressed and i couldn't call the ambulance because i knew they wouldn't believe me mm -hmm. so what the fuck do you do in that moment you know mm -hmm. like you can't feel all those things but you know there is no one there you know there is no one there literally and so yeah th this is why you know um yeah where was i <laughs> mm -hmm. you sorry. had to be your own problem solver because you couldn't get any support yeah yeah and so um yeah um yeah i was i was talking about the doctor, doctor. in uh, in italy so yeah i got there you know and for the first time in my life in all these five or six years um I got an official diagnosis, you know, and validation from a doctor, from a real doctor, you know, who was basically saying in his own medical world, words, you know, everything that I was describing, you know. So, um, yeah, the diagnosis was like, uh, was like almost one page long, you know. Uh, yeah, head instability, spine instability, hips instability, knees instability, all these crazy things, you know, like heart, uh, yeah, heart, uh, um, um, ah, how the hell is it called? Yeah, anyway, but um, yeah, there were, you know, all these, all these things, you know, that I was trying to explain to other, to other doctors before, you know, and no one believed me. And yeah, all of a sudden, you know, I had this doctor in front of me, you know, who not only believed me, but actually, yeah, was trying to help me, you know. So yeah, that, yeah, it, it just changed my life, you know, there. But um, yeah, anyway, you know, I went to visit him for a type of therapy, which um, I thought it will help. I think it also did at some point or yeah, in certain terms. 
but um, yeah, he also said, you know, like yeah, the instability was way too way too big, you know, to be able to fix with just a few uh, injections. Mm-hmm. So the therapy itself involved a um, hundred inje- injections per sessions, oh. yeah, per session into my spine ligaments, yeah, to tighten them up and to create a stability again. Um, yeah, <laughs> honestly, it was yeah one of the most painful experiences ever. So. Yeah, but anyway, um, I'm not sure at this moment whether it did help or not. Mm, I can't even say it anymore, you know, because I tried so many things and yeah, I just I just lost myself into yeah so many treatment modalities, you know. But um, yeah, one thing is for sure, you know, everything all together, I think it it did help in its way, but the main the main impact, you know, the major impact was when I started learning rehabilitation at home and then I started building my own rehabilitation, you know, when I actually started understanding how the body works, you know, how the muscles work, mm, what is the concept of stability in the first place, you know, what provides that stability, Um, what is the posture, you know, yeah, like many, many people, you know, think about the posture that, um, yeah, it's a static thing, it's not a static thing. It's just one way to look at it. But, uh, yeah, the second way is to look at it from a dynamic point of view. And when you when you look at the human posture, you know, from a dynamic point of view, everything changes. So, yeah, it's not just about, you know, yeah, stretching some muscles and then strengthening some muscles on the opposite side, you know, in order to balance things. This is just, yeah, extremely simplified. So, yeah, this is how I got... Mm-hmm. Yeah, to be so good with the posture. I'm sorry it took so long, but no, yeah. <laughs> no, I felt that you were living again this uh, experience you had. And I thought about in such a situation where you felt always like rejected from people saying, no, it's actually not uh, what you feel is not a proper problem in your body we don't find a solution it's not even that they say we don't find a solution it's just they say it's not existing what you say to us it's probably psychosomatic and even in this um state of like not getting any support and also feeling pain you kept on you know trying to find another solution trying to find another way of doing things the point is give up but I couldn't have given up, you know. This is yeah. This is this is the point because yeah. Many many people ask me even today, you know, what made you not give up? And I'm like survival. It's it's the most powerful instinct of the human spirit, you know. It's survival. When you know there is no one else, there is no other option, you know. There's nothing else. You just fuck. You just need to step it up, you know. You just need to come. To show up, you know, and to try to change things. Because there's no one there who's actually going to do it. It's it's the most powerful spirit, yeah, of the of humanity, you know. It's survival. Mm-hmm. You have it in you. Everybody has it in, in, in him, you know. This is why I'm saying that, uh, yeah, I don't think I would be able to change myself, you know, in a, I don't know, in a, in a logical way, you know. Like, yeah, like, like using my rationality, you know. And, yeah, try to guide my brain, you know, into, yeah, all these certain, yeah, all these, all these different processes, you know. I don't work like that. Um, yeah, I am very much focused on, uh, yeah, 
I didn't have you know like yeah the 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 easiest childhood you know so I guess yeah this is this is what um, yeah programmed me to be in this way you know I just I just react I'm a yeah I'm I'm a reactor you know so yeah you put me in a certain situation and then yeah I will I will find a way you know this is yeah this is how I work this is how yeah so you are a warrior let's put it that way yeah you can you can you can look at it yeah in this way if you want but yeah as i said then everybody's a warrior you know because mm -hmm. the survival instinct is in each and every one of us you mm -hmm. know so from your story i understand that you have developed a system that solved first your problem mm -hmm. that didn't exist and now with this solution you help other people and you can also empathize or mm. feel what they are going through because you have experienced this well um my posture training you know because yeah this is i don't know yeah there is no 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 specific name to it mm -hmm. you know i just yeah i just call it myself for yeah posture training um is different from just one point of view because um yeah so far you know medicine and um, yeah, the entire you know medical industry you know is just looking at the body from one perspective you know um, in order to find out more and more about the body they have split it the body you know into different parts and they are looking at them you know separately this is why you see nowadays I don't know a knee specialist you know and a hip specialist and a shoulder specialist you know because yeah, they thought, you know, that, uh, yeah, it's much better, you know, if someone knows everything that there is to know about that certain joint, you know. But, um, yeah, what they didn't take into consideration, you know, is the fact that you can't split the body into parts, you know, into different parts. The body is a system, you know, it works as a system. And so, yeah, this is why you need to know the entire body, you know. And mo most importantly, you know, it's not necessarily... Yeah, what happens locally, you know, which is creating the problem. It can actually be, for example, I don't know, if you experience pain in your left knee, you know, it might actually be the problem in your right hip. Mm. How about that? Mm. You know? So yeah, this is this is why, you know, you can't you can't you can't look at it locally, you know. And yeah, I think this is yeah, this is this is one of the biggest mistakes, you know, and this is one of the main reasons why uh, yeah, I think 80% of cases, you know, yeah, who go to physiotherapy, you know, they're unresolved because of this reason, because, yeah, as I said, we got to a point, you know, where we thought we are doing something good, you know, by looking at the body in a, yeah, uh, locally, you know, and in a focused way on one specific joint, when in fact, the body functions in a very different way. And so, yeah, this is where the fascia comes into place, um, yeah, into into place, you know. So, yeah, this is a very important system in the body, which basically connects everything in your body. So, yeah, this is this is one of the main reasons why you can't look at it locally, mm. you know. Mm. These are all very interesting and going deeper into <laughs> yeah. sports and body and how it works, and. Um, you wanted to touch sports more. There mm. was a lot of passion when you talked about what sports gave you. Mm. Uh, would you like to tell us how you feel about sure. sports? What sure. it means? Sure. So, yeah, as I said, I started sports when I was 13 years old. Um, there are many, many reasons, you know, why I started with it. 
but um, yeah, w the main one was the fact that um, yeah, as I said, I lived without parents. I didn't have parents. I lived in a very bad um, area, so to speak, with yeah, a lot of dangerous people. Let's just put it this way, okay? So yeah, I had a very big need of defending myself. And the gym provided for me, um, right, yeah, at, in that moment, you know, it provided for me a safe space, a space where I wasn't, uh, I wasn't afraid, you know, that someone's going to hit me, that someone's going to, I don't know, call me names, you know, that someone's going to, I don't know, maybe, yeah, follow me and rape me or whatever. So, um, yeah, I was, I was just feeling safe there, you know, and then... I just chose to spend my time there with time you know I also realized that I that I love it you know yeah um, I loved you know doing all those things there um, yeah I love the people inside you know so yeah this is this is how it all started you know but basically um, yeah sport was for me um, the thing that saved me, you know, in, yeah, in the, in the deepest, most darkest, yeah, moments of my life, you know, I turned to sports. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, this is, this is why sports means, you know, so much to me. Um, I truly believe, you know, it can change your life forever. Mm, I've seen, you know, many people, yeah, coming from different backgrounds, you know, more or less similar to mine who have changed, you know, because of sports, because what sports teaches you, you know, is is only one thing, but it's so goddamn important nowadays, and that's discipline. It teaches you that it's okay, I don't know, to feel maybe, you know, in a certain way at some point, but yeah, you still do the right thing, you know. This is this is what sports it's 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 basically about, you know, about doing the right thing even when you don't feel like doing it, you know? So, yeah, this is this is why sports is it's it's so important to me, you know. I'm always yeah, uh, trying to 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 transmit this this idea to people, you know, that it's not about the body. It's not about or it's not just about the body, you know. It's about so much more than that. It changes the way you think, it changes the way you feel, it changes it changes everything in you, you know. It has the power to balance your, your hormone system, um, yeah, which in terms yeah, which in turn, you know, it can make you feel in a different way. It's 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 already scientifically proven, you know, by medicine. So yeah, I'm not bullshitting it uh, yeah, I'm not bullshitting here. Um it has it has so much power really, but as I said its biggest power is just the fact that it can build you a character somehow. It can build you the discipline, you know, that everybody lacks nowadays. I feel this is this is this is one maybe probably one of the one of the most important uh, skills that you can ever learn. It's it's perseverance, you know, yeah, to persevere at something because I don't know. It doesn't matter, you know, whether yeah you can do something in a very brilliant way, you know, unless you can't persevere at it, it's, yeah, you know, you know how they sell, uh, yeah, you know how they, how they say, you know, that hard work beats talent, you know, mm -hmm. and it is truly like that, you know, if you take one person, I don't know, who's incredibly talented, you know, from birth, 
And one person who has no talent whatsoever, but is just willing to work hard, you know, in the end, the second person is going to win and the other one is going to lose. It's just the way it works, you know. So, yeah, this is this is why I'm saying that, you know, sports has 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 many, many lessons to to teach. And yeah, I just I just wish that people yeah, would embrace it more. So. Mm -hmm. so how can they embrace it more? I always say it doesn't matter who you are, it doesn't matter your background, it doesn't matter whether uh, no, you uh, loved doing sports when you were young or not. Um, there is always a certain type of movement, you know, that you might get excited about. Yeah, you just you just need to find it, you know. It can be yoga, I don't know, it can be bodybuilding, it can be playing football, it can be playing soccer. I don't know. It doesn't matter, you know, it really doesn't matter. The only thing is your body needs movement. I truly believe in this. You know, we were created to move. If you look at evolution, you know, at how yeah human beings evolved you know along the along the years you know we were created for movement so yeah what you know what this yeah society nowadays you know creates it it's 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 a state where yeah we just lack movement altogether and yeah this is this is why you see you know like yeah this this crazy statistics you know with 90 percent of yeah of the uh, world's population you know will have at least once in their lives back pain it's the reason, you know, because we just don't move. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, if you, I don't know, if, if, yeah, if I were to say just, just, just one thing is just, just, just try to find something that you love and then do that. You know, it, it doesn't matter. As I, as I said, yeah, I, for example, I do not support yoga, you know, from many perspectives, you know, this yeah. personally, yeah. but yeah, I still encourage people, you know, to go and do whatever. It doesn't matter. Whatever. Just keep that body into movement, you know, because the body craves it. It was created for movement. For me, I don't know, whenever whenever I whenever I can move, you know, I feel like I feel like I can I can dance with the wind, you know? This is this is how I'm feeling. I don't know. It's 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 like it comes naturally, you know? It's what I'm supposed to do in this world. Mm. Because, I mean, without movement, you know, can, can you really imagine your life without movement? Because mm -hmm. everything you do in life is related to movement, right? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, this is, this is why, you know, yeah, whenever, whenever I hear people saying, you know, that they hate moving, I'm like, in order to hate movement, you need to hate life altogether. Because life is movement, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. I feel what you said is also true in general for choosing the work. Mm. <laughs> it's about moving, finding what you love, whatever it exactly. is, and do it. Yeah. And take action and move. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I told you, I told you even today, you know, there isn't, I don't know, a magic, you know, a secret to it. It's mostly, you know, people mostly know what they need to do in order to change their lives. I knew. I remember, I uh, trust me, it took me a very long time just to accept that. But I knew it, you know. I knew what I needed to do. I knew, yeah, what, what were the problems, you know. Everybody has this second voice in their head, you know, which is constantly telling them. 
this is what you're doing wrong, you know? And everybody has this, this, you know, this, this conscious voice, you know? You just start, yeah, you just have to start to listen to it. Mm. Mm. That's it. Mm. It has been a joy speaking with you. It was so nice <laughs> for me too. Really. And for the people who want to follow you, hear more about you, I don't know, support you or want to work with you, how can they reach you? Yeah, they can reach me at uh, mihapower.com uh, on Instagram. Um, yeah, again, the same nickname, mihapower, and uh, on Facebook, mihapower training systems. Okay, that was a great note. Thank and you. Thank you so much thank for you so the much. conversation. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I needed this breath after this conversation. I learned so much and I got so much inspired. I'm going to write this all in the show notes. And in the show notes you can also find how you can reach to Michaela. I hope you enjoyed it and you found something for you. And if you enjoyed it, I would kindly ask you to share it with someone you love that you think that they should hear this. We are in this together. We will grow together and we will change our lives and the world together. This is Unique Careers, Unique Lives. And I'm your host, Ushu. See you in the next episode.